0: Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast from SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. I'm Anne Lancaster. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org. In this week's episode, SDI's Executive Director, Rev. Seifu, speaks with Roshi Joan Halifax about confronting mortality and the landscape of compassion, as a lead up to her keynote address at our 2021 Renaissance Virtual Conference. Roshi Joan is a Buddhist teacher, Zen priest, anthropologist, and pioneer in the field of end of life care. She is founder, abbot, and head teacher of Upaya Institute and Zen Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico.
1: Roshi John, welcome and thank you for taking some time to speak with us at SDI. And so I'm going to jump straight in because I know you're very busy and I appreciate you taking this time. You spent much of the last few decades kind of focusing on death and dying. And in the age of COVID, in the age of these various multiple pandemics that we're experiencing, People are rushing towards spiritual companionship, towards spiritual guidance in a way that I haven't seen in my lifetime. And it's because they're afraid. They're afraid of death. Death is knocking at the door in a way that it hasn't been in a long time, kind of systemically. And so I wonder if you could start with just some of your reflections on the focus of that practice that you've had on death and dying in the context of the multiple pandemics that we're experiencing?
2: Hmm. Thank you. It's a really great question. So I think that the experience of confronting our mortality is, of course, even from the early Greeks or from the story of the life of the Buddha in terms of the Buddha's realization of the truth of impermanence or indigenous peoples who honor the extraordinary change in seasons, the death and rebirth theme, that coming to terms with our mortality is, in a way, the bedrock of what it means to be a spiritual person. Yet, death has been, in our culture, given, if you will, short shrift. And we've not been able to often access the profundity that can arise as a result of coming to terms with the truth of our own mortality in a way that allows us to hold in regard all beings and all things and to prioritize, to see what what is really important about our lives. And I know in Sitting with Dying People, which I've done since 1970, so that's That's a long time. What is that now? 50 years. Mostly when people are dying, they're not thinking about how big their houses are or what they're going to do with their Cadillac. (laughs) They're thinking about, has my life had meaning? And that question, even from the most atheistic or person indifferent to religion, That question comes up again and again, and it has to do with, have I mattered in this world? And have I taken care of and met those relationships that have been important to me? And have I served others? And have I lived a life of meaning? What was my life all about? Was it just about accumulating money or fame or material goods? Or traveling to interesting places? Or did I live a life of kindness and of virtue? And I think aside from the anguish that one can go through in the dying process in relation to physical degeneration and even mental degeneration, you know, where the mind isn't clear, those are particular anguishes, but the existential anguish around purpose and meaning is a deeper kind of anguish. And this is where spiritual companionship is so important, particularly in the end of life experience, but actually our whole life. It's a little late to just sort of jump in in the last minute, though a spiritual companion coming alongside can be incredibly supportive and beneficial. But it is to understand, in fact, we all need spiritual companionship.
1: Thank you. That it's so many of the notes that we're exploring as a community Have you given any thought to what your keynote might be, what you might say to all of us in two and a half weeks? I
2: have written a book called Standing at the Edge. And for me, it was a very powerful process because as someone who has been a spiritual companion to many people, not just dying people, but people in many phases of their life, And also having borne witness to the experience of those whose role in life is to be of support to others, whether it's being a spiritual companion or a human rights worker or a doctor or a nurse or a teacher, or a social worker, all of these individuals in an interesting way, sometimes very subtly, have the responsibility of being a spiritual companion. A teacher is a spiritual companion to her or his students. And in working with many people in these service areas, it was clear to me that what we would call the virtue aspect of being in service to others, so important for the character of such individuals that he or she manifest certain qualities related to compassion and kindness and respect and so forth, but that there were on these virtue-based qualities in our psychosocial world, shadows that were actually depleting those who are endeavoring to serve. And so I engaged in a very deep exploration of these geographies, of these landscapes, Mm -hmm. and Part of the work, it began for me in looking deeply into the definition of compassion. And as I began to map out the landscape of compassion, which is, you know, I'll go more deeply into this in my talk. I realized that there was the power of of compassion in transforming the afflicted aspects, say, of altruism or of empathy, of respect, or integrity, or even of our direct engagement, that the means for actually transforming our experience out of the shadow into the high edge of these qualities was compassion. And fortunately, there's a lot of science that backs this up. And so part of the work that I've done is to integrate neuroscience and social psychology into this work, just to reassure people, no, this is not just fuzzy-wuzzy spirituality. This has got very deep validation in the world of science. So I'm so looking forward to this conference. The SDI conference is incredibly important because it brings people in the spiritual director world, spiritual companion world from all over the world, but particularly in the U.S., brings us together so we can explore how we're doing, what we're doing, and how we can better serve. So I'm very grateful for this invitation and deeply looking forward to the conference.
1: Thank you so much, Roshi Joan.
3: Registrations for SDI Renaissance 2021 are now open. Everyone is welcome to attend and be nourished by this conference. Go to sdicompanions.org for the details and registration options. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.